Innalhamdulillah Nahmaduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nasta'ufiruhu wa na'udhu billahi min syururi anfusina wa min sayhi'ati amalina Man yahdihillahu falamudillalahu wa man yudlil falahadiyalah Wa ashadu an la ilaha illallahu wahdahu la sharika lah Wa ashadu anna muhammadan abduhu wa rasuluh Ya ayyuhalladhina amanu attaqullaha haqqa tuqatihi wa la tamutunna illa wa antum muslimun Ya ayyuhal nasu attaqu rabbakumul ladhi khalaqakum min nafsi wahidati wa khalaqa minha zawjaha wa batha minhuma rijalan kathiran wa nisa'a Wattaqullaha alladhi tasa'aluna bihi wal arham inna allaha kana alaykum raqiba يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويوفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما فإن أصدق الحديث كتاب الله تعالى وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الأمور محدثاتها وكل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار أما بعد أيها المؤمنون عباد الله اتقوا الله تعالى فإنكم بتكوى مكلفون وأطيعوا الله والرسول لعلكم ترحمون وعليكم بالصدق وعليكم بالصدق مع الله في الأكوال والأفعال والأحوال لعلكم تفلحون Auslai sallallahu subhanahu wa ta'ala As the month of Dhul-Hijjah is coming towards an end And we welcome the new year The month of Muharram And indeed in the month of Muharram There was a great day A blessed day A day where we saw the signs of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala come into play and this was the day that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala we freed Nabi Musa and his people from the shackles of Fir'aun and his army for indeed this was a blessed day and indeed it was a day to give thanks to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and in the life of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, when he entered into Medina, he saw the people of Medina, that they were fasting on this day of Ashura. And the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said that indeed we have more rights over Musa alayhi salam than them. And this is why the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam encouraged us to fast on this day of Ashura. And O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's infinite wisdom, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made it such that there was a great event as well that took place on the day of Ashura. And this event took place in the year 61 of the Hijrah. And indeed, 
it was a great tragedy and indeed it was a day of sadness and on this day of Ashura in the year 61 of the Hijrah we saw the martyrdom and the killing of the grandson of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Hussein ibn Ali radiyallahu anhuma and we saw that he was killed unjustly and we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that he brings all those that was behind his killing to justice. O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he was Hussein ibn Ali ibn Abi Talib al-Hashimi al-Qurashi ibn Fatima binti Rasulillah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He was Rayhanatuhu in the dunya and he was known as Abu Abdullah. Some of his virtues, Anas ibn Malik yaqul su'ila Rasulullahi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Ayyu ahli baytika ahabbu ilayka qala al-hasanu wal-husayn Wa kana yaqulu li Fatima da'ili ibni The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he was asked by Anas ibn Malik which of the people of your house are most beloved to you? The Prophet said, Al-Hasan and Al-Husayn. And he used to say to Fatima radiallahu anha, Call my two sons, bring my two sons to me so that I may smell them. And then he sallallahu alayhi wa sallam would hug them. And Abi Urayrata radiallahu anhu qal, قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم من أحب الحسن والحسين فقد أحبني ومن أبغضهما فقد أبغضني أبو ريرة رضي الله عنه he said that the messenger of Allah سبحانه وتعالى said that whomsoever loves Hassan and Hussein has indeed loved me and whomsoever hates them has indeed who that indeed hates me رواه النساء وحديث حسن وفي رواية أخرى عن أبي هريرة رضي الله عنه أن in another narration أبو هريرة رضي الله عنه he says خرج علينا رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم وهو حسن وحسين هذا على عاتقه وهذا على عاتقه that one day they came out and they saw Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and they found that Hassan was on his one side and Hussein was on his other side. <coughs> and the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he kissed the one and then the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he kissed the other. فَقَالَ لَهُ رَجُلٌ And then someone asked the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, <coughs> Ya Rasulullah, O Messenger of Allah, do you love them both? The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam replied, he said that indeed I love them both and whomsoever loves them loves me and whomsoever hates them hates me. Ibn Abi Nu'aym, he said a person asked 
Abdullah ibn Umar whether a Muslim could kill flies so this was after the demise of Hussein radiallahu an so I heard him say in reply that the people of Iraq the people of Kufa are asking about the killing of flies why they themselves murdered the son of the daughter of Allah's messenger peace be upon him the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said that they Hassan and Hussein are my two sweet basils in the year in this world O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he mentions in the Quran when speaking about calamities and tragedies Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he says وبشر الصابرين and glad tidings to those who has patience الذين إذا أصابتهم مصيبة that when they are afflicted with a calamity they say قالوا إنا لله وإنا إليه راجعون that indeed we come from Allah عز وجل and our return is to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Um Salama reported that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's messenger said, if any Muslim who suffers some calamity says what Allah has commanded him to say, that we belong to Allah and to him we shall return. Oh Allah reward me for my affliction and give me something better than it in exchange for it. Allah will give him something better than it in exchange. My beloved brothers, there are many events that led to the martyrdom of Hussein radiallahu an. And this is indeed a great chapter and there are many discussions that could take place around this. And unfortunately, Many Sunni Muslims, they are too afraid to speak about Hussein radiallahu an, about his life and about the Ahlul Bayt in general. And one of the main reasons for this is because there is some type of fear. And the reason for this fear is because there is some type of foreign ideologies that has crept into the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala surrounding the Ahlul Bayt and surrounding Hassan and surrounding Hussein radiallahu an. And if we look at our Salafus Salih, at our pious predecessors, then we find that they were not afraid to speak about the martyrdom of Hussein. They were not afraid to speak about the Ahlul Bayt. And this is why if you look in the history of Islam, you will find many kutub, you will find many books in defending the Ahlul Bayt, in speaking about the mothers of the believers, in speaking about Hassan and in speaking about Hussein. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala be pleased with all of them. O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we as Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah, we do not shy away. We do not shy away from history. And we as Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah, we need to understand the circumstances and what led 
to the martyrdom of Hussein radiallahu an. And the first point we need to look at is the following that the bay'ah of Yazid and Hussein's refusal. The bay'ah of Yazid when he became Amirul Mu'mineen took place in the year 60 after Hijrah after his father passed away. He was at the age of 43. Hussein radiallahu an and Abdullah ibn Zubair they never took bay'ah as they were in Medina. When Abdullah ibn Zubair was approached to take bay'ah and this was the norm of the time that the Amir he would be in one particular place and Yazid found him himself in Sham. Then what happens is he would send certain people on his behalf to other places like Kufa, like Makkah, like Medina, etc. And then you would pledge allegiance to the Amir at the hands of the servant that was sent or this person that was sent. So when they came into Medina, they approached Abdullah ibn Zubair and they asked him to take bay'ah. He said, I will look into this matter tonight and I will come back to you tomorrow morning. However, Abdullah ibn Zubair, he decided to leave that night and go to Makkah. When they approached Hussein radiallahu an, he said, I will not take bay'ah in secret, but rather I will take bay'ah in public. But he too left that same night with Abdullah ibn Zubair. So if we look at the story, then we find that the people of Iraq, and especially the people of Kufa, they had a big role to play in the events that led to the martyrdom of Hussein radiallahu an. So the people of Iraq, they heard that Hussein did not take bay'ah, and especially the people of Kufa. And these people in the time of Muawiyah radiallahu an, they had hatred and they disliked Muawiyah radiallahu an. And they had no different feelings to when Yazid became the Amir. But rather they wanted Ali and his sons, may Allah be pleased with all of them, as Amir. And in Babi Faida, if one looks at the Rafidis and one looks at the Shia, then you will find that during this time, during this turmoil, had they selected anyone else as well, had it been Abdullah ibn Zubair, had it been Abdullah ibn Amr ibn As, had it been Ibn Abbas, as they were all Ola from Yazid. But had they chosen any one of them, then this Rafidiyah and the Shia of that time would have still not taken bay'ah by them as well, because to them it needed to come from the 12 Imams. 
So they sent letters to Hussein radiallahu an stating that they will not take bay'ah by Yazid and they will only take bay'ah by Hussein. Many historians, they narrate that there was approximately 500 letters from the people of Kufa stating this. So Hussein radiallahu an, he sends his cousin Muslim ibn Aqil to Kufa. Muslim ibn Aqil, the cousin of Hussein, he reaches Kufa to see the reality of these people. And when he came into Kufa, he realized that the people of Kufa, they want Hussein and not Yazid. Muslim ibn Aqil was at the home of Hani bin Urwa when a group of people wanted to take bay'ah by him, meaning to take bay'ah at the hands of Hussein and Muslim ibn Aqil would be the wakil as he was the representative of Hussein radiallahu an. Nu'man ibn Bashir radiallahu an was the Amir of Kufa at the time and he was the Amir before Yazid even became Amir. So some people went to Yazid informing him that Nu'man ibn Bashir radiallahu an was not too concerned and he didn't worry that people were actually taking bay'ah with Hussein radiallahu an via Muslim ibn Aqil. The next important point is that Ubaidullah ibn Ziyad, he becomes the Amir of Kufa. So Yazid, he replaces Nu'man radiallahu an as the Amir with Ubaidullah ibn Yazid and he becomes the new Amir of Kufa. Ubaidullah ibn Ziyad, he enters Kufa at night with his face covered. And this in itself shows you that he had some form of deception because he comes into a place during the darkness of the night with his face covered. And the people starts to welcome him thinking that it is Hussein radiallahu an. He then entered the castle and his servant or his mawla Ma'akil, he sends him to investigate the happenings in Kufa. He sends him out to see what is going on. He sends him out to go see what is actually happening here. And then we find that there's a man from Hims. And with this man is 3,000 dirhams. And this 3,000 dirhams is in support of Hussein radiallahu anhu. So he was then directed to the home of Hani bin Urwa. He handed over the 3,000 dirhams and he took bay'ah at the hands of Muslim Ibn Aqil. And after a few days, this event was reported back to Ubaidullah bin Ziyad. Hussein radiallahu anhu he sets out for Kufa. So when the news reached Hussein that many people in Kufa had taken bay'ah at the hands of Muslim Ibn Aqil, he decided to head to Kufa. We also find 
During this time, Ubaidullah bin Ziyad, he goes out to the home of Hani bin Urwa, looking for Muslim bin Aqil. Hani bin Urwa says to Ubaidullah that he doesn't know where Muslim is. Ma'akil was then called in and asked if Hani knew, if he knew who Hani was and then he affirmed and he said, yes, I know who is he. Hani refused then to give up Muslim ibn Aqil. Thereafter, Ubaidullah bin Ziyad beat up Hani. The next point is an extremely important point and this is something that we need to understand. The people of Kufa, they deceived Muslim bin Aqil. So a man comes to you and he says to you, I'm going to support you and I'm going to bring so much people to support you. <coughs> And yes, I'm going to stand with you. But when the time comes, when he needs to stand with you, when they need to support you, then he goes back on his heels and he turns around. So approximately 4,000 people were with Muslim bin Aqil. So these were the people of Kufa. And they rallied behind Muslim ibn Aqil and they said that we are with you. We are going to support you. We will stand with you. Ubaidullah bin Ziyad, he got some of the leaders and the most influential leaders of the people of Kufa. And he spoke to them and he encouraged them to deceive Muslim ibn Aqil. So in return, these people, they go back. The leaders go back to their people and they inform the people that you need to leave Muslim ibn Aqil. Out of 4,000 people, Muslim ibn Aqil is only left with 300. When the sun set that evening, Muslim ibn Aqil was let alone. So Muslim ibn Aqil, he finds himself all alone. And he had nowhere to go to. He then found a home where he asked the lady of the house for some water. She asked him, who are you? And he explained that he is Muslim Ibn Aqil, that Hussein radiallahu an sent him, etc. Her son, her son then went to Ubaidullah bin Ziyad and informed him of the Muslim, of Muslims whereabout. Ubaidullah then sent 70, an army of 70 men and they fought a bit with Muslim Ibn Aqil. He then surrendered and they took him back to Z Ubaidullah bin Ziyad. After they fought, Muslims surrounded. Or Afwan, he surrendered as I mentioned earlier. When Muslim Ibn Aqil, when he came and he met Ubaidullah bin Ziyad, conversation went as follows, why did you come here? He explained that Hussein sent him, why did you take Bayah, Bayazid, etc. Muslim ibn Aqil, he was unable to speak to Umar bin Sa'd ibn Abi Waqqas. And he says to Umar bin Sa'd ibn Abi Waqqas, go. Go back to Hussein radiallahu an and inform him and tell him 
that indeed the people of Kufa has indeed betrayed him. And Muslim Ibn Aqil, it is recorded that he says the following famous words. He says that tell Hussein radiallahu an irji' ma ahlik return with your family and do not be tempted by the people of Kufa for indeed the people of Kufa had belied you and me and liars do not have any options Muslim ibn Aqil was martyred on the day of Arafah أقول هذا قول واستغفروا الله لي ولكم ولسائر المسلمين من كل ذنب فاستغفروا إنه هو الغفور الرحيم الحمد لله أحمد جل وعلا على إحساني واشكر سبحانه وتعالى على فضله وامتنانه واشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله وسلم عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين أما بعد عباد الله اتقوا الله تعالى So as we know, during the time of Hussein radiallahu an, there were still companions of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam that were alive. So what was the advice given to Hussein radiallahu an by the Sahaba? Many of the companions of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam they warned Hussein radiallahu an not to go to Kufa. From amongst them was Abdullah ibn Zubair, Abdullah ibn Abbas, Abdullah ibn Amr ibn Aas, Abu Sa'id al-Khudri, Abdullah ibn Umar, and the brother of Hussein radiallahu an, Muhammad bin Hanafiyyah. May Allah be pleased with all of them. <coughs> Abdullah ibn Umar, he asks Hussein radiallahu an, why are you going to Kufa? Hussein radiallahu then shows him the letters that were sent from the people of Kufa. Abdullah ibn Umar advises him and says, do not go to them. Hussein refused to listen. Abdullah ibn Zubair said, are you going to a people? Are you going to a people that killed your father and cursed your brother? Do not go. Hussein never listened. When Hussein radiallahu an reached Qadisiyah, he met Umar bin Sa'd and he received the news that Muslim bin Aqil has been killed. Hussein radiallahu an, he realized what was happening with the people of Kufa and he wanted to return back. But Muslim ibn Aqil's children wanted the killers of their father to be brought to justice so Hussein listened to them and moved on 
Abdullah bin Ziyad heard of this and sent Al-Hurra bin Yazid At-Tamimi with an army of a thousand men to meet Hussein. Al-Hurra bin Yazid told Hussein radiallahu an to go back to where he came from or to go to Sham to meet Yazid. But he told him, don't go to Kufa. And next week, bi-idhnillahi ta'ala, we will look at the martyrdom of Hussein radiallahu anhu. Wa'alamu ra'akumullah.